Well, you can have enough of anything. You can have enough of us. You can have enough of whatever. But hopefully for this episode, you do not have yet hit your threshold for Soundgarden. Oh. We're doing Louder Than Love. Yes, sir. Louder Than Love. <sighs> By Soundgarden. Did By you Sound say Garden. that? You said I don't that. think I Maybe I did. Louder Than Love. The year is 1989. A Another young... summer. <laughs> Another summer. <laughs> A uh, young band named Soundgarden, named after a for real sculpture, a for real sculpture park, a little garden there, clinks and tinks when the wind blows. Yeah, you know when you come across five twenty, the the NOAA research yeah. facility. I think yeah, it's down, I, do. I think it's down that way. Yeah, it's it's around there. That's hearsay. I've it's never actually there, looked north. at it. I've been there. Yeah, I think yeah? it's it's. Uh, I think it's a little bit. I don't think it's right off of the five twenty. I think it's uh, up a ways. Back um, Arboretum Way. Yeah, you know, somewhere somewhere <laughs> around the North Lake area. Yeah. The North Lake boys. This That's... has been Puget Sound Geography with Chris and Jerry. <laughs> yeah, it's over there. Um They wanted to call this album Louder Than Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> and he Good. <laughs> but you know, this was well, I could see this being a problem being as their first major label album for A and M. Yeah, I'm gonna say A and M. Yeah. I didn't write that one down. I'm gonna say that it may not be right, but I feel like that feels tr- feels truthy. Feels good. Feels truthy. It to totally me. feels good. Their first album came out on SST, which was like the super dope punk rock label in LA, run by uh, the guys in Black Flag. Yeah, I mean that's just that's punk as fuck. Okay, so 1989, Clay is forming for this shift from hair metal into fucking rock. You know, another dimension of rock and roll. He tried not to say grunge real hard. Huh? Yeah, buddy. <laughs> Yeah, I feel it kind of is the G word, but like the further way you get away from it, it's just easier sometimes to be like, well, you know, grunge. I did notice, though, that recently, last maybe 10 years or so, the percussion for Pearl Jam and Soundgarden started sounding a lot alike, (laughs) not necessarily in their riffs. But in the in the uh, the, the technique, the rhythm, the the rhythm in yes. the, the technique of hitting the drums. All right, let's run down the band members. Then. All right, man, you, you edging around it. Uh, what's the drummer's name? Matt Cameron. Matt Cameron. Yeah, bad man. He's a god he's of a drumming. Bad, he's a he's, bad man. Matt Cameron has got to be on the Rushmore drumming. Yeah, quietly, like yeah. Um, he's he's not as touted. We'll tout him. We, we got to tout, tout you all tout day, big time. Matthew. You back ever see? Back. You consider you, yourself touted. Okay, yeah. Next, we got Kim. Kim Dale. Yeah, man. That's that's my guy right there. Dude, I know I you like guy. him. I do. And I li- I like him, and I think I would like to hang out with him. Yeah. I feel like um, I like the way he plays guitar, but I also think I would like the way he hangs out and drinks beer and smokes weed and throws darts. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think uh, just like Matt, he's he's kind of a a sleeper on uh, on the Rushmore riffs. Yeah. Yeah, for Dude, sure. is he not one of the top, top, top tier of writing sticky riffs, yeah. writing riffs that seem like they're easy to play? Right. And we we talk about the, these guys just blowing out time signatures and making you feel like you understand <laughs> it. it. They're that good. Yeah. But boy, Kim is in the pantheon it's of rough sick guitarists. Because that, that category that he's in, it's hard because the top 10, like one through 10, is Jimmy Page and, and Tony Iommi somehow like maybe it's every other or the yeah, top yeah. five? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> they got all the riffs. Yeah, um, and these guys get a little bit of comparison around this time to Led Zeppelin. 
Zeppelin, Sabbath. Sabbath um, for sure. Their buddies down in I don't remember where Corrosion's from. <laughs> They're from one of the Carolinas. <laughs> yeah. Who like on the East Coast were kinda is the same thing where they start out uh like as a hardcore band around eighty four, around the same time. And they both started making the turn. Yeah. Right around yeah, the yeah. same time, leaning into a little more metal, but maintaining some of that punk. And that's punk is a big ingredient in the grunge stew. Yeah. And, and I think that is a common thread with all those bands that don't sound alike. I think punk is or hardcore is kind of the common thread. I think that's a good call, man. Good observation. Because they're coming from that that um base. Yeah. You know, they have a little bit of that spice that in their stew. Base. And then it feels like they were able to play it. And they're all talented enough to be able to play that. And they start playing shit like that. And then they get bored of it after a bit. And so their artistry has to yeah, has to keep them moving. Oh, yeah. Um, because the shit that these guys are writing, Soundgarden's writing, is not basic at all. And all of it sounds big and dumb in a way. Sure. Um, and they call that out. By design. By design, yeah. exactly. Um, spoonful of sugar to help the medicine go down, possibly. Oh. That's just what that nice old riff is. Because um, big riffs are cool. And big riffs are awesome. <laughs> they understood this. Yeah. But they were also... Um, kind of cheeky boys and just good ass musicians and they can take that awesome big dumb riff throw it in 912 or whatever they decide what it, you know whatever mm-hmm. the 12 sided die lands on I, th- I swear to god they're writing time <laughs> signatures with D dice <laughs> but um that's the thing big riffs i mean i i would like to say they'll never die no no big riffs are forever <laughs> R- round out the uh the last two. Oh. Kim Dale. Oh, and uh, this is actually their last album with this bass player, Hiro Yamamoto. Um, so he only hit the first two albums. Yeah. Quit the band, went back to college. A smart move, probably. Probably. Yeah, I mean, I'm going to say he's all right. Started a band called Truly shortly, That's right. shortly after this. That's right. you know. I forgot. Uh, later, they would pick up uh, Ben Shepard. Yep. I was going to say friend of the show, but he's more acquaintance of you. I'd say friend of ours. If, you, if you're going <laughs> to... Is this Carlito's way? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. If I say he's a friend of ours. <laughs> well, you said something earlier like, uh, you know, we're always bringing up Joy Division. I don't think I've... Had, I think that's the first time I've ever said that name of the band on the podcast, Joy Division. So, if we can if we can be the we, mm. friends the royal, of ours. The royal we. We're together Man. in this. I mean, the royal <laughs> we. We're together in this endeavor, <laughs> my friend. Uh... Their last album, oh. with Hiro Yamamoto. Yes. Um, and then the late, great Chris Cornell on vocals and writing, I think, most of these songs, if I remember correctly. Although I think, I don't know how they do their publishing. Yeah, I didn't look into that. Yeah. Um, it's four Nobody seemed too pissed or... off at each other, so they must have it figured out pretty nice, however it is. Yeah. You know, that's I, the I see songwriting I credits. I see who writes what, and, you know, there's definitely songwriting credits. I Yeah. But uh, I got it from uh, from a good source that their writer <laughs> in years after this album, mm-hmm. um, the only thing they were asking for was a bunch of fresh socks. Oh, yeah. You know, they didn't need the M&Ms. They didn't need <laughs> tons of booze or anything. They're like, we can take care of ourselves. Yeah. We just want fresh socks because when you come off stage, you want to have as many pairs of fresh socks as, yes. as you want. You it's know. genius. It's totally genius. And I think I heard the Chili Pepper say something like that, too. Like, socks and underwear. Just right. Like, <laughs> staples just, for the road. Because, you know, yeah. they're not doing laundry, those dirty fuckers. No. <laughs> and uh, and so that leads me to believe they probably have a pretty fair split. I hope so, but I don't know. Uh. But what do you say 
we press play. <laughs> I just may. <laughs> the ugly, not the, so I put a the on there. Ugly Truth is the name of the first. And it's going to play any second. Aforementioned uh, Mr. Cameron with the heavy bass foot. Heavy bass foot. <laughs> this guy puts on a clinic anytime he plays. Catch your neck doing weird shit. I mean, it's calling to levy breaks, but not playing levy breaks. Deeper. It's the Grand Coulee Dam breaking right Yeah, now. built upon. A little no quarter, too. Except. I want all of it. That's coming out the gate, correct. Yeah. First song off the second album with some serious backing, and they go with the drum intro. Yeah. Good Bold move. move. Yeah. Good move. <laughs> yeah. I mean, not every band can do that. If not every, every band, band does it, Matt you Cameron. Amen to that. <laughs> Only like two out of three or four bands in Seattle do have Matt Cameron as a drummer. <laughs> um, that but whole- you leave leave the you know Seattle proper, and the numbers drop off like sharp. Yes, <laughs> sharp drop off the radius of Cameron. He's uh, he's just got such a signature approach to it. It's you know, Allison Chains did a good job here uh, with uh, Sean Kenny, mm-hmm. where there's it's. You got that hi hat four on the floor, yeah. But everything else is kind of sporadic, like almost you, you know, you forget to put that snare hit on the two and four or whatever. But then you hold it and it comes back, and then your bass drum gets informed by that, and then that's catching up, yeah. and it makes this egg rolling down the hill kind yeah, of yeah. vibe to it. Yeah, Kenny could do that. Kenny had the big, big foot too. He's got the big foot. They all got the big foot right here. Excellent drummers coming out of Seattle around the around this time. That. I mean, Seattle has always been um, a breeding ground for musicians, for excellent musicians. Jazz, probably since so, like yeah. the, the Yukon uh, Gold Rush, like Dude, the best I, fucking washboard players. I uh, heard about this minor. <laughs> this is the first time a stick got put into an upside down wash bin and a oh, string attached. Damn, Burian. <laughs> Happened out here, man. On the it banks is, of the muddy, muddy uh, <laughs> Duwamish. This niner 49er, minor yeah. 49er. You gotta get a load of this sound here. There's, uh, there's dark spirits afoot in the forests yeah. of King County. I mean, there's... Dude, we can go deep. There's, oh, sorry. No, I meant heroin. Oh, okay. That's <laughs> I was going tribal with that. I mean, you want to talk about spirits, this place on paper would be steeped in them. Um, many cultures and a lot of passerbys, a lot of passing through. Seattle was a gateway for a little bit. Um, it's a boomtown, bus town. Yeah, man. Um, you think any of that informs these guys' sound? Like, it's kinda... I think so. These guys are Seattle as fuck. I think Kim Thales from Chicago, 
but you know, I will allow it. Hold on, speaking of the man. I should mention Chris is playing guitar too. Psychedelic, man. Yeah, you gotta throw that effect on that. It's the kind of shoe gaze, man. That's nice. Wonder what it's gonna do at the end of this. Wonder what's gonna happen. Uh, I hope it's big. <laughs> I like how they mix those vocals back a little bit. Yeah. But he's, oh, he carries over into the that his yeah. God <laughs> damn, Jesus! I hope you're enjoying it up there. Right, hope you're entertained. Are you not entertained? <laughs> I hope you are, cause we miss him. Yeah, but uh, oh. yeah, that's some badassery right there. Since since Chris Cornell passed away, how many times in heaven do you think they had him play Jesus Christ pose? <laughs> Not do it. He likes it. He likes. He it. likes it. He likes it. Do it. I don't. Do it. I don't want it. I mean, it's embarrassing. <laughs> Just, I mean, he's right there. Come on. No, he likes me. it. He told me he likes it. It's like, it was like a celebrity doing a walking impression in front of walking. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he also uh, the author of the song "Wooden Jesus" on the. Uh, Temple of the Dog album. Yeah. There's, there's some Temple of the Dog tie-in that we're going to circle into. Yes. Is that a saying, circle into? Yeah, it is now. I realize. That's exactly what we're going to do, too. We'll circle right into it. I'm not going to circle around it. No, circle right into that Square off on it? No, we're going to circle into it. <laughs> you can, like a boxing technique. <laughs> why don't you fucking square off? Over, square off out of here. Hey, circle right into your fucking head. <laughs> Did you say circle in my head? Uh, I think, as far as throwing fisticuffs, I think this band would have, would have, A, I think this is the tallest band. Yeah, this is the- Not only <laughs> in Seattle, big- because Seattle bands run tall anyway, like yeah. Lane Staley, Sean Kinney, yeah. all these guys, uh, Chris, uh, the other it. guy, they're all like over six feet. We're big, growing big out here. Big, big lumberjacks of, yeah. of men. And uh, I think Soundgarden was the tallest of them all. I don't think yeah. there's anyone under six foot in the band. Yeah. And most of them are way over. And all of them look like they can do some damage. Yeah. They were still sexy. Like, they made that sexy. Like, it was sexy to be into, like, the environment. Like, if, Well, they got Garden in their name, dude. That's true. You know, they got Soundgarden. They put them together. Nah, it's one word. They're it's very, not two words. One word. Yeah. It's, I don't know. It's a, fuck this band. It's it's, a, that's what happens when you see that move. Northwest trope, the the the, the lumber sexual. It's like <laughs> totally, very manly, totally. <laughs> manly dudes, but they're very sensitive and they want to do the right thing. They're gonna probably vote for Bernie. Had his hair braided at some point. But if shit goes sideways, um, they got your back, kind of thing. Yeah, they'll throw fisticuffs. Oh, they'll unbutton that flannel tied around their oh. waist and just go. Just they will drop, start throwing oh, these things. They will drop that KXP tote bag. <laughs> And just come running. Anyway. <laughs> They'll lay, finally tie, a, uh, <laughs> tie up their boots instead of just having them all <laughs> loose and floppy. That was a great look. I used to do it myself. I do, I do it all the time. Love uh, it. Hands all over and over. And over and over again. <laughs> you did. You did. Oh, 
so badass. Yeah. That is such a badass flick. We forgot to uh, bring up the Melvins in this whole conversation about late 80s headbands in the North they, they were bound to show up sooner or later in this conversation. <laughs> this, this made me think of them for some reason. Because uh, they're in that vein of just they, they yeah. heavy. Yeah. Heavy, boy. Punishing. Yeah. Ride in the fucking guitar. They're rhythming out together. See what? What's, yeah, what Soundgarden does so well is makes you. Just thirst for the change. You don't, and you, <laughs> yeah, you, yeah. you, if you're not paying attention, you lose where it is. Yep. You're, you, it's tough to track. Then they get this is a little pre bridge they kind of do here. Kind of, yeah. it's like part A plus, A point one. Yeah. And then they come in, and just smack you with it. Yeah. Like, I still ah. didn't. See, I was watching. I still didn't see it coming, <laughs> man. I was listening. feel like most of the time most of the time they wrote a song they backed up and went yeah that was good that was <laughs> yeah there you got acknowledged that's a good one yeah we did that's good there i just like the way ken thale can uh it's like what he was just doing back there it, like in uh he does it in rusty cage in the beginning like i don't know how he does it i don't know how he makes those it's yeah, that's his. Yeah, little, yeah. that's his thing. Yeah. He didn't share it yet with me anyway. <laughs> um, I love that, and that's a very Kim Dale thing to do. He looks so relaxed when he's played. Oh yeah, right. He like, like he just took like three Xanax where he came on stage. Like, yeah, no big deal. Like, how did those sounds come out of that? His hands weren't moving like that. <laughs> Old uh, interviews on Headbangers Ball with these guys are worth checking out on YouTube. Oh, yeah? Fun guys. <laughs> they got humor. They, they got did a whole episode at the West Seattle Bowl. Uh, you know the West Seattle Bowl. Mm-hmm. We've had many a time. <laughs> did a whole episode with Ricky Rackman at the West Seattle Bowl. Oh, man. Chaos. <laughs> Chaos. <laughs> that, that right there. That tone. Oh, no. I know they probably like I think like all these songs are at least in drop D if not something way more exotic there I, I, I wish I knew more about their tuning fuckery other than I know they're well steeped that's part of their wizardry <laughs> it is me and Kelly broke we didn't break in but we snuck in to Studio B when they had a book for uh, like down on the upside or somewhere in there uh and they had a white, a, like the whiteboard, like the dry erase whiteboard. Yeah. And then like song titles and stuff. And then it had the tunings, like <laughs> for every song. It wasn't just like, oh, these, like, through these or this tune. It was like every song had a fucking tune. Fucking and it like, had some Russian letters not in even there. Letter. Yeah. It's like that, that, that spells <laughs> nothing. Squiggle? Yeah. 
Vib. <laughs> Make a three, but you gave up? What is, what is extra that? Extra strings. Yeah, craziness. We just stood back and on a off. slant. <laughs> like I wish we had like cell phone cameras back then because I would have just like oh, snapped a yeah. photo of that dry erase board. No, I mean that is such a crazy moment. Like you, you say it casually, and I've heard you talk about it, and I love hearing it over and over. <laughs> <again>. <laughs> um, you, you just said you were in the fucking studio where they were recording, and that story goes even further. <laughs> In <laughs> um, where you were in direct dialogue, communicating just like music is supposed to do, you were able to through your music and through uh, Kim Thale's uh, ear, or you know what, his his intuition or something like that. Musically heckled me, but yeah, what happened, dude? We in my band Joppa in the late mid to late 90s um, we're at the, Kelly had, he was our drummer and Cammy was our bass player yes um, and uh, Kelly w- worked the reception desk at the studio and that was the that was the f- toe hold to get in there and get in there that's your engineer in. right and eventually he made engineer and he's working with the, you know with these awesome engineers at that place well, we, we just rolled into uh, gun. Let me let me just put a pin in that. So, so okay, we were recording our album on the on the after, you know they say after hours. That seemed to be exactly when these big rock stars were in there. Right, like this is after hours because this seems like prime this time is when it's happening. In here. Yeah, but they wouldn't be around sometimes, and we need some incense, so we'll steal some from them. <laughs> and while we're doing bold, it, bold move. While we're doing it, we see their dry erase board. Well, I'm recording. Dude, a was, there, was there okay? Were there instruments in the room? Yeah, there's guitars everywhere. The drums were set up, and and we're just doing a little EP. And I'm doing my big air quotes guitar solo for this song. Right. And to say that uh, my guitar solo skills were not uh, there didn't need to be a guitar solo in this song is what I'm getting at. But I'm doing <laughs> I'm doing my best. I'm giving it the college try. Yeah, man. And I'm. I'm Maybe you know, and I probably did about six takes. I didn't, oh, you know, we didn't flog <laughs> it. We didn't flog it to death, right? But between takes, and I, I think I was using a wah pedal, like oh which is gosh. so awesome. Not really for the no for the story for the story for the story amazing. for the music. No, yeah, no. And uh, I would run my little guitar solo, probably only like four bars total. It's not very long, and then between takes. Just faintly, because you can hear other people in the other studios faintly, you know. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it was only between takes, just a little whisper, but just through the aping walls. my solo, but better. And like, <laughs> oh, you should do vibrato here. And like, I like to think he was just like, no, try it this way. Really, <laughs> <laughs> he's giving you sonic notes. <laughs> when in actuality, I think he was uh, probably just having a laugh at at. Uh, 19 year old could Jared's be. expense could be but to think that kim dial covered you oh there you go. see i didn't think about it that way that's what happened dude i think i influenced that record you might have in some way he played your music uh, yeah he did oh my gosh that's so awesome but this song is called gun i got an idea of something we could do with a gun the way he just drags out like he's it's lascivious the way he's it's like what do you want to do with yeah, that man. gun, you fucking perv? Yeah. <laughs> 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 That's how you start. 
Spinal Damage, yeah. which they would cover Big Boss. I don't hear that. I should try to find that for the end of the episode. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So big thir- dumb riffs. Big dumb riffs. Third song, they decide to take the beats per minute back to Scaling an almost uncomfortable down. sludge. Yeah, this is what their label baits. Label baits. Wait, hmm. huh? Did I just invent a new slur? What I is that? So. What's up, label bait? Label bait. Oh yeah, that's like the, the bands that look good but they can't play. Right. Got up, label wearing bait? three belts. Remember the remember when the white belts took over, Chris? Totally, dude. Oh, speaking of good times in the Pacific Northwest, you remember the early two thousands when the white belts took we, over? We that's our era. That's out we were here. trying to survive among the white belts. We were and but we, we were black belts. We so were black we belts. Under control. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Come at me with your white belt. Fuck I had friend, I had good friends who were white belts. Fuck you know? all your white belts. Some of my best friends were white belts. <laughs> I just didn't have to wear them all at the same time. <laughs> and what a strange time! It didn't last though. Mm-mm. Didn't last. Nah. There was there was for a while in the in the early two thousands there was um uh, a try to be glam revival. Yeah, you know Which, that's fine. A little I appreciate. Like, put it on, be- and that's a, a backlash to what. Is happening here in '89. Right, I could give a fuck what I look like. I could give thing. a fuck what I look like. And listen to how I play. Right, and it's pendulum like. Yeah, I mean '89, oh, '99, early to was 15 year cycle. Yeah, it's so the the tempo is going up. Wait, this song started out kind of slow. Yeah, it's picked up. Yeah, the natives are getting restless. Yeah, it's a tempo change, but it's not a you know it's not a double time. No, right. Like, oh. Yeah. 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 <laughs> it's like hopping the gila. Yeah. You're definitely <laughs> live tracking this shit. <laughs> like hopping the gila. Totally. Yeah. That song's a jam, dude. Pulling a hopping the gila. Dude, good move. Yeah, then you come in punk rock right there. Third song giving you all of this. I mean, this so far this is like template how to crush an album, Don't how to crush your second Don't album. Bullseyes. Yeah, there he goes, kind of shredding right there. That's ready for him. Him and Woody Weatherman from TOC kind of have like they were like vibrato brothers. That, really? Yeah, like taking a cool pull. Yeah. <laughs> it's like when you fuck the same guitar teacher. You're a vibrato. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Did you get with Carol King? I got with Carol King. <laughs> oh, we vibrato brothers. Nah, man. His, nah. Okay. Any, uh. <laughs> Take it back to the original tempo, and he's gonna sing that again, and I gotta play it loud. Yeah. (laughs) 
pray at the temple of Cornell right now. Not in the kiss way of love. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Love gun. Oh, that song is amazing. Like, what's not to love? Yeah. Number four, though. I like this. This is a good song name, too. Power Trip. (laughs) Hello. Blending vocals with screaming guitars. Okay, and it has to be said... The Rob, I'm just gonna get the Robert Plant shit out of the way right now. Yeah, yeah. Because that's it's really the only other guy you could compare that shit to on that level. Yeah, I agree. I with mean, that. we just got done saying that um, Freddie Mercury is the greatest rock and roll singer to ever walk the earth, and I think it's true. But Freddie Mercury is the greatest frontman. Oh, okay. Um, also, the greatest rock and roll singer. <laughs> <laughs> he gets two belts. Um, Freddie Mercury is one of the only people who can wear two belts and they won't make me fucking as cringe. As long as they don't clash. <laughs> oh, they wouldn't. Yeah, no. They wouldn't. Be impeccable. He's got one around his thigh, by the way. <laughs> as he should. Hold on. That's something that sounds like an insult, but isn't. <laughs> you know, it's like, you know, Chachi had a bandana around. That's a belt. It's tough. It looks tough. I had to listen. Like, is this Chris? It is, but like when he gets down to that, like he's like like Axl Rose, who's got like he's multifaceted in his voice, where he's got maybe a couple different voices. See, that's the other comparison. The contemporary comparison is Axl, Axl Rose's true. falsetto, but Axl Rose's falsetto, however brilliant it sounds, sounds a little more put on and less sustainable than what Cornell does. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Cornell was the man. I love, uh, I, I do like the addition of Ben to Soundgarden and his, some of his backup vocals. Yeah. Ben's got some low register backup vocals that show up on the later albums. It's perfect for Soundgarden songs. Perfect for Soundgarden songs. What are you going to sing over Chris Cornell? Yeah, you can. Yeah, come on. Yeah. Get in there and put some bass in your voice, son. Less is more and just be on, just be on your Plus hell of a game. songwriter. Shout out, shout out to Ben. Ben is a hell of a songwriter. Slaves and Bulldozers? Get oh my God. If that's all you ever did, Ben. God bless you. you oh, fuck yeah. yeah. Um, his Ben's solo album, um, In Owl, Deep Owl, Deep Owl is fucking... <laughs> he explained that title to me one night. It was yeah. a Georgetown thing. Yeah. It's police code for the Georgetown area. That's crazy, man. It's cool, man. It's cool. <laughs> <laughs> um, his addition, I think, completely unsolicited while I was trying to take a nap, but he did explain <laughs> it to me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Funny enough, timing is and isn't his thing. Yeah. <laughs> um, his addition, like Tool, got this as well. Another bass player after like the second album, you know, new bass player comes in and actually Drive. brings some. Some uh, some real substance to takes the band. It up a notch. Yeah, it takes it up a notch and allows the other members to do some more shit too. It's the Mike Inez effect. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Is that when you get out of the band and you leave the void, or no, 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 
that was uh, that was when Mike Starr got booted out of Alice. They brought right, right. Mike Inez from Ozzy's band. Yeah, I was switch. I was switching them in my head. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> bass players get tossed around. Ozzy's like a, a a hub for bass players. Isn't that where like Newstead went after Metallica? Yeah, you got. Yeah, because they, they took, check it out for a bit. Because they took Trujillo. <laughs> he was Ozzy's guy. <laughs> it's Ozzy's yeah. a slut. He'll play with anyone. I like Trujillo too. He's a good dude. Seems yeah. like a good dude. Yeah. He's no hero, Yamamoto. Heroes killing it on this album. Yes, I, I don't know why he quit or to go stopped. back to school. Yeah, but felt like know. he wasn't getting, uh, he wasn't able to uh, contribute enough. That's his side. Chris's side was he excommunicated himself and kind of didn't communicate with anybody. The, and the, the truth is somewhere in between. Exactly, the flow wasn't there so much. That, you it know. just wasn't a good fit. Okay, you know. Okay, yeah. <sighs> this, you know. This next song. So much packed into that change right there. There's this bunch of little changes that are happening. Um, the effect could be achieved with like half as much talent. You know, like, you know, you'd be like, okay, yeah, that's the change. They're throwing the the minor chord in there for a bit, and coming back to a major, and, and just, just other than fucking with you time wise, they're also fucking with you in. The chord nat- changes are the good. Chord too. changes, the yeah. natural steps that you would take or you're expecting to hear. It's fuckery. These boys Subverting have a lot of fuckery. Expectations. So that's an Alberto. You gotta make that face when he plays that song. You ever see these guys live? Yes. Um, it was later though. Um, they broke up in 97 So uh, like And I don't know I, I probably could have had the chance I didn't go to Lollapalooza And see them I missed that So It was Yeah it was when they reformed Nice The New Dragons era Yeah Yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh, Secret show Yeah uh, I did Yeah not I regret not seeing them back in the day I mean of course you know 1989 I'm like you know, 14. I'm not gonna get down to the central to make that show. But. Yeah, sure. They, they did the Lollapalooza tour yeah. uh, and um, open up for Guns N' Roses. Yeah, they they had they had a good good support when they started they coming def- up. Right? Probably you know? knew them. I think that was I think it was Must the stuff right? connection. Yeah. Like, oh, you're the drummer for the Farts. <laughs> All right. Hey, you're doing good for yourself. <laughs> yeah. 
Outros on every song. Just about. Oh, yeah, the ooze. Probably like the producer was like, hey, you know, missing a little something. Missing a little something on this outro. It's gonna give us us a reason. Give me some oohs and ahs. Yeah, man. It's big stuff coming from this band. Big stuff coming from these guys. This is kind of a band you need to break from. From time to time, <laughs> it's too much. You know, you, know? you do you two it, albums; man. it's punishing. You, you, <laughs> it is brutal. you gotta, you feel the effort that goes into it, and you, you get a little drained keeping up with these guys. There's too much headbanging. You Your know, neck's gonna get sore, though. I, yes, because it's kind of under. You're not gonna not. You got the okay. Gonna, uh, 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 the breakdown of the Soundgarden headbang. <laughs> yes, please. They will mostly give you something to go forward and back with. Uh-huh. And then right as you decide you want to throw a little extra something into it, they're going to give you something. They're going to give you a little change that makes you have to you either catch <laughs> it. Yeah, you got to you gotta, you gotta throw in a quick side to side on your way up. It's yeah. like a conductor, you know. You got to throw a neck roll and then bridge it through the roll and come back on that one again. Or the nine, you know, as far as Soundgarden's yeah. concerned, yeah. timing wise. Yeah. <laughs> but you got to be fluid. You got to be fluid with your with your with your head banging with these guys. But they give it to you enough that you can go forward and back. You got to be a part time yogi. Yeah, yeah. You, you can chew on good. it for a while. That was loud. God, that was. <laughs> if I could, garbage By the way, is loud. Kobe. <laughs> I know, on, nice man, shot, that was dude. A shot. That was. All the way across the studio. Yeah, man. All the from one, <laughs> one end of the room to the other, man. Quarter mile through that pigskin, boy. No, these you know, you know how like you want to tire a dog out, so you you give them a kong with peanut butter, so they got to figure out how to get in there. And that's headbanging to this record. That's huh? headbanging to this record. It's kong you can for take, your neck. You can take a nap after you listen to this record, <laughs> and it's okay. Just think about what you did. I got a real great picture of Steve-O taking a nap while listening to Soundgarden. I think maybe you too. Um, The photo is Steve-O and I think uh, Shannon and possibly you. Flat on your backs, on the grass, eyes closed, vibing out, and just nothing but little airport bottles of booze like in the grass around you guys. Really gorge? Yeah. We saw Soundgarden at the Gorge? Yeah. We did see Soundgarden at the yeah. Gorge. That's right. With okay. Macedon and the Queens of the Stone Age. That yeah. was an epic fucking oh, afternoon. That was right an epic there. afternoon. In the sun, and it was too epic. And we were out in the sun. And the sun had just gone down. We'd been drinking all day. Mm-hmm. And you guys were just taking it in <laughs> with your eyes closed. Just, we know we're not walking up front, so let's just fucking yeah. soak this in. Yeah. It sounds yeah. so good on the grass at the Gorge, too. It can oh. if the wind is right. If the wind is right. I've had the wind change me like, what the fuck? Which, have you ever fucked your buddy's mom? Not my buddy's mom. Friend of your buddy's mom. <laughs> have I? Hmm? What's this song? I'll let you plead the fifth. <laughs> this song's called Full On's Kevin, Full On Kevin's Mom. What were you saying, though? I'll do it live! <laughs> I'll do it live! 
That's what I was saying. Let's see if this song plays. Full on Kevin's mom. Poor Kevin. He got a whole song about him. Problem with having a hot mom. Oh, she gave Kevin. <laughs> That's another noise. Oh, I killed it on, I killed it on the chorus. That's, Hold on. <laughs> that is another Kim Thale thing I love. When he just goes, hey, 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 they they started out it like went from good what? To better. and then it went and then it fucking got crazy good. Um, I love I love Ben's bass playing and and shit. Yeah, it guy crushes it. The show. Um, what was he saying? <laughs> I don't know uh, how how the how the vocals and the guitars like. Oh yeah, they uh, they vocalist guitarist combo. Right, because you got Chris on the one. Full on. And Kim's doing the high parts. Full on. Yeah. They swap. They swap. Could be the soul of the band right there. The Kim Chris fucking connection. Yeah. They're they're yes ending. They're enablers. They're yes. enabling each other to do what they do best. <laughs> yeah. Because if you had if okay, not to bag on Rage Against the Machine. So if you took Rage Against the Machine rhythm section and put it with Soundgarden, with you get Audio Slave, <laughs> without Kim, uh, oh. but you got Kim in there, and you got Chris, and then Rage Against the Machine rhythm section, rhythm section, it's gonna be pretty good. It's not doing crazy time shit. It's not hitting all no, these crazy right. nuances, but it's fucking good. It would work. It would work. But it, but this is what makes this band special. They have. <laughs> Go fuck yourself, Chris. <laughs> Get off your fucking soapbox. Um, their guitar singing um, combo is, is really something special. Van Halen's got the guitar drum thing going on there. Yeah, Zeppelin's um, another. I, I'll bring up Zeppelin as much as I need to in this episode, Chris. And I think that's where some of the comparisons, maybe consciously or subconsciously, are coming from is that singer-guitar fucking tie. Because the singer can hit those high registers. Yeah, yeah. So now they can have a conversation up there. They can have a conversation <laughs> down here. Yeah. That's all I have to say about that. That's how Chris don't come around anymore. <laughs> you fuck my mom, you son of a you. bitch. I had a three-way with Stacy's mom and Kevin's mom. Did you? Yeah. Wow. Kevin's mom was full on and Stacy's mom had it going on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Title track? Mm-hmm. Ish. 
Loud love. <laughs> no shortage for feedback with Kim. Oh, it likes to explore the space. I will say maybe that's how Kim, if Kim has an inspiration that manifests itself in me in any way, I like doing shit like that. Just putting the headstock of your guitar on your amps with some resonance. Straight through the body of the wood of your guitar. Yeah, that's fun. Tactile. It's like a needle on a record. It's good fun. More, more feedback. It's nothing but feedback. Didn't they end that show at the Gorge with like 10 minutes of feedback, him and Ben? Yeah. And then, I mean, Ben's good with just, and then the guitar, the bass stays up against the amp and yeah. walk off. Walk away. Lean it up on the cones and go. I already used it to shoot down a number of people in the audience. <laughs> yes, that's a good move. Levy breaks again here. They're hitting some Zeppelin notes going on power. here. They got the yeah. power. That's what it is. The thi- the the separation. That there's a there's the comparisons to be made. Easy enough. There's way more areas where they separate from it. But mm-hmm. it, you know, it seems like they call they call to it. They can they can touch on it. They can touch on it. They probably do sick covers. Uh, you know, no quarter <laughs> or something like that. Where Tool did an alright cover, no quarter. You know, it's it good. A little sleepy, but yeah. And Tool is also one of those bands like Dave Matthews, where you know, <laughs> you kind of got to see him live. You got to see him live, but it's the fans that also pull, uh, take yes. you out of it sometimes. Yeah. Well, like, fanatics. I got something uh, in common with this fucking asshole. Fanatics of any stripe, be yeah. it religious. Musical, it's a political, it's problematic. Let's you know, just ease up. Yeah, it's just people. Everybody. I can tell you mean it because you're wrenching your nuts. Like I am, <laughs> dude. I start working the nuts immediately. Listen, man. Let me tell you about I, problem people. Where my emotions really lie. You got two things in this word, man. Your word and your balls. Okay. I got diapers, man. <laughs> You know, Jared's speaking the truth when he got one hand on his nuts. It's like I the love Holy it, Bible getting sworn in on a court. That's going to be our I code, sw- dude. I swear on my nuts. It's going to be our code. I'm just going to, I'll be able to read you. <laughs> no, man, I believe him, yo. He had his hand on his fucking testicles. Don't ask me why, but I just believe him. Uh, hold on. Did you see the way he was jerking off in court? No, he was, he was telling the truth, man. That was a truthful jerk. Quintessential sound This is the brontosaurus noise that he made like. Right, crazy long holds and bends. Yeah. But they all have it. The timing is right there, man. 
first Mother Love Bone album is coming out right around this time. Oh, yeah. You get a little, there's a Shangri-La off of there. Oops. Wow. Oh, what did I, do well, I would just skip ahead. There's yeah, you a, know. They should, they should have corrected that in post. Obviously. The thing about these guys, is that music's what? playing. I got the hic- I've did. i had hiccups for four <laughs> days. It, really? Yeah, yeah. Just solid. When I they get, come and go? They, they, after two days, they start coming and going, oh. but there's a general upset to the stomach. When I get hiccups, it's not often, but when I get them, I get them for days. For days. For days. Um, Really? Oh, that's unfortunate. Yeah, and I'm sorry I was talking over some of that skippy fuckery. But you you mentioned Mother Love Bomb. Another band that spawned another band. Yeah, well, Soundgarden comes back from the Louder Than Love tour. The day... They come back. Andrew Wood dies. Yes. Roommate of Chris Cornell. Some ties there. Yeah, man. They were, the, I mean, they get the whole Temple of the Dog album out of that. Well, what happened? Well, you know, hey, you know, don't step <laughs> on the lead, away. my friend. Um, they decide to do some kind of tribute, some kind of tribute song. What that evolves into is the Temple of the Dog. Yes. Um, so there you go. They, they've got... Uh, They've got a friend and a compatriot, brother in arms. Yeah. Passes away right as these guys are coming back from right as basically killing it on on tour for their yeah. second album. Right as Mother Love Bones first album is supposed to come out, you know? This song has a lot of fun time. I can't understand why this episode's 2 hours long, Chris. Bam. Have fun counting along at home to this one. <laughs> Cuz it gets funky. Harmonics through a fucking crazy echo. It's like he's playing the strings past the nut, above top, yeah. or behind the bridge. Could be. I mean, they would. First band we've done in a while that I can't say like has direct lineage from Joy Division or The Cure. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. But I'll tell you what, Kurt Hammett fucking from Metallica slates this album as influential to some of his riff writing. I can see that. Including Enter Sandman. Well, that riff that came through in uh, Loud Love. Yeah, yeah. I can see it. Yep. I no, he, it. he's called it. He's yeah. like, I've heard that shit and I wrote this shit. He, that's funny. He talks, he likes to talk a lot of shit on the internet about stuff. And I love it. He uh, talks about how Ice-T sampling heart on the OG album influenced a solo he did in... Uh, in Enter Sandman, I think. It's the way Ice T had sampled Magic Man. Yeah. Ice T. God bless him.
He's trying to count in his head. Is he singing right now? Brother? Yeah, that's a tough <laughs> one. This, I mean, as far as this track, this this is a good spot for it. Yeah. You know, album-wise. Deep second side kind of thing. Deep second side, have at it. Maybe we could tighten this thing up. Maybe this thing, you know, is a little bit too fucking... It doesn't have it doesn't have the zazz. Nah. We need more zazz to it. So this is second album, Atmosphere, middle of that side. This is like three bomb hits later, kind of like. Mm-hmm. Are we still listening to the same album? <laughs> oh my god, that, you just threw me back to like an evening at the Green Ghetto basement with this album. Yeah. <laughs> sure that just you couldn't see the other end of the room kind of deal you know it's crazy with our kind with our time machine concept that obviously just in all practicality will eventually happen of course I, there's a few time segments i want to go back to in the green ghetto that we, that already we were already there yeah <laughs> just to go back and relive yeah, right yeah. Right, man i'll yeah. look in through the windows we had some good we had some good times <laughs> good man good <laughs> yes um funny chris cornell story at least, it might be the only time I really ever ran into, the only one I can really call the memory, when I ran into Chris Cornell. On my 21st birthday, in West Seattle, walking the three Fade blocks out. home from Puerto Vallarta, Mexican <laughs> restaurant, to the Green Ghetto. Now, it's your birthday. When it's your birthday at Puerto Vallarta, you get a free sombrero. That's awesome. And a piece of flan with some with a birthday candle in it. And they sing to you. <laughs> piece and of flan. And you get to keep the sombrero. So I am walking back home to the Green Ghetto. Like I said, three blocks Hammered. tops. Snow is piled up. on. We had an unseasonable like snow that year. It's December. My birthday is around Christmas. Yeah. And I am on my lips. But I'm, I'm, I'm with it. I'm walking. I'm not stumbling. But I'm. I'm fucking loving life. It's my yeah. birthday. I'm 21. I'm a man now. Yeah, you can't tell in. me nothing. I'm a man. Yeah. And I'm walking home. I'm walking north on California Avenue. And here comes this tall guy walking the other way with his buddy. Two guys. And I'm fucking, this is, oh, that's Chris Cornell walking this way right towards me. It's my birthday. And I can see Chris Cornell. And I wasn't going to bug him. I'm not going to stop him, you know, because nah. yeah, he, he, he gets to just be around, you know? Yeah. And that's yeah, beauty. Absolutely. absolutely. But Seattle I, is fucking yeah. awesome for that. Except. When we were walking past, I gave him the the old finger gun. Double gunned him? I double finger gunned him on the way past. Get just, the fuck out of here. And and they just looked at me and was kind of like, because obviously I'm in a sombrero. And they kind of cracked up and snickered and kept walking the other way. And I didn't care. It's my birthday. No, no, no. When you bring laughter to the world, yeah. Jared, you do better for the world. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, I got home and passed out. And that's the last thing I really remember about <laughs> my birthday. <laughs> Now, when you see it for real, it was a homeless man who hadn't shaved for a while. <laughs> well, and, it was freshly, and he had a cart uh, next to him, and he had a dog. <laughs> okay, it was actually about, if you're looking at that poster on the ceiling, I forgot there's a Soundgarden poster on the ceiling. It's about that era because he had just cut his hair. Yeah. It was short-haired Chris Cornell. Is this short hair? Is you can't sh- miss him, though, because he's tall. It's, it's the lanky. move. Yeah, yeah, it's the move. It was a move around that time. They, a lot of musicians went from long hair to short hair. So. Not Kim. No. This song is almost it's almost a Jane's Addiction song title. No wrong, no right. Yeah, there you go. Number nine on the track list. Sounds a little something like this. 
Oh, you could be mine. Ain't no, yeah, sure. And, <laughs> ain't, that. and ain't no wrong, ain't no right is a Tom song too. True. I am skin and bones. <laughs> Yeah, right? <laughs> Is it, couldn't this have been on 17 seconds? I got it? that too, man. <laughs> yeah. A little a, a forest vibe going on there, but the crazier guitars. That note. That hang is, is really fucking... See, these are these lumber cycles. You know they listen to Zipure. Yeah, people in the Northwest gotta love the cure. Gotta, it's I mean, rainy. It's like the same latitude. That music is created on the same latitude. Yeah. You gotta like it. Yeah. We don't. They don't get any sun. We don't get any sun. We, you know, look at pictures so long that we believe they're real. <laughs> Celebrities, they're just like a pale ish. I'm this close to getting the Robert Smith hairdo going. You're getting close, look at but this. I also noticed you've grown your your mohawk out. Well, I'm growing the, not the mohawk out. Well, it is by default growing out. At the same rate, everything's growing out. Yeah, it's growing out. I'm trying to figure out what to do with it. That's Chris, I'm just close to letting it all go. Yeah, yeah. Dude. You know what I mean? You should. You what am I going to go to the, the get a haircut? I haven't shaved my ass in a fucking year. Yeah, it's crazy down there. Madness. I like it when it sings like this, though. Well, it's almost more like a Stooges song right there. Yeah. Like, Iggy, yeah. yeah, he throws a yeah. <laughs> so I mean, he, I think you said something cool there, man. He he takes a page out of Iggy, though. I wouldn't have really thought of that until you you brought up uh, his name. There's the shirtless rocker, and there's only a <laughs> the few original. people who pulls out shirtless rocker. Yeah, yeah. Iggy. J- Iggy and Jim Morrison were the originators, maybe. Yeah, and Jim Morrison with... Eh, I a little don't know. dad body. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. <laughs> and didn't feel like uh, like he's... Yeah, I don't know. He was good for like a year or two. Yeah, yeah. Like, Iggy still goes shirtless. I mean, he looks like a, a chunk of jerky, he owns but it. Iggy will do a it. podcast shirtless. He has to. That's when he becomes Ziggy. I think he's he's just Mr. I appreciate, Osterman I appreci- until that. I appreciate a good shirtless. I understand it. I get it. <laughs> I you know sometimes I wish I had that reckless abandon. Yeah. Um, and at the beach, I have no problem. Mm-hmm. You know, um, no problem. Pants, no shirt. Sure. Yeah. Let me tell you this personally. Mm-hmm. When I get undressed, the pants are the last thing to come off. <laughs> I will not be caught naked from the waist down. From the waist down. No. We can all live with, you know. I'm not shirt cocking. I'm nah. not shirt cocking. Nah. nah. And, and, Porky Piggin, you mean? Porky Piggin. Yeah. You don't eat Donald Duckin. Um, <laughs> you, you don't want to be. You don't want to have that heart attack or that aneurysm, oh which I know has got to be around the corner or something. Yeah. And it's like that dead guy I run into by our shop. He was, he was Porky Piggin and he was dead and his wiener was hanging you out. You can't do that. That's, the, that's no way to go out. Do me a favor, brother. Yeah. You hear that I die, 
I'll for, run over and put some underwear on you immediately. No, no, not pants. A full on pants. Just, just pants. I'm going to put sweatpants if you, on If you. you're going to do the job, <laughs> no, don't put sweatpants. Go fuck yourself with the sweatpants. Oh, what am I wriggling into? A pair of skinny jeans? <laughs> no, these things. These are comfortable. Okay. They're t- nice to car touch. Hearts. Okay. No, um, these, these are. I got these in Holland. I'm oh, sorry. These, these are, are Dutch car hearts. Nautical Holland <laughs> pants. These are, I got a pair of red, too. Either are fine. Either I'll put one. You in the white jeans, just so you know. White jeans. I would love. I would love to be Come found on. dead in white jeans. Yes, you would. I'm fine with It'll that. Change you out of your shitty Dutch pants. <laughs> put you in the white jeans. Well, thank you, because I will shit myself when I die. As I have trouble enough not shitting myself when I'm alive. I had trouble with that this morning. It's fine. <laughs> right? There's no judgment. Dude, at the beginning of this podcast, I was like, I'll probably make it. <laughs> That's why you didn't take that second cup of coffee, huh? Yeah, okay. All right. Plans within plans. Yes, that was no wrong, no right. It was. It's a good song. It's probably nobody's favorite Soundgarden song. Yeah, it doesn't come up much. It's a. It's a good. It's good spackle, man. It's got. It does everything that a late album. uh, Cut should do. It's like those weird sketches in the last quarter of Saturday Night Live. Yes. Yeah. This is where we're at. This is that section yeah. of the album that we're at. We're like, now you throw that experimental shit at the end. Mm-hmm. It's you a little just... bit longer than it should be. That part <laughs> dwindles for a while. Although, you know, all I that kind of say, stuff. Looking at the track listing here, and this is pretty good. Only one song over six minutes, and it's six minutes and one second. And there's only two songs over five minutes. Yeah, they're keeping it somewhat concise for Soundgarden. And they learn that in the in the night. Learn that they embrace it in the later years. Where they're really making cuts for the radio. Yeah. Uncovered. I'm going to roll into the next one here. Yeah. Let's, yeah, let's get this thing going. <laughs> it's something you can't figure out what to play. Yeah. It's like clams on purpose, but yeah. they're too clean. You got Hero just rolling that bass line though. Kind of the one of the only times on this album where he's got a, a voice. Yes, he's right in the actual register. Have you noticed in Seattle, there are families who are Cornell adjacent and families that are other rock royalty adjacent? There's a shit ton of Cornells. There's a shit ton of Cornells. There's the, the inflatable soul Cornells. Yes. The, the, yes. Uh, there's, That's what I'm talking there's about three here. three Cornells in that band. There's... there's and then there was another Cornell band. Swell. There was another, there was another band ah, from the 90s that was around here. I remember... Uh, it's another Cornell brother with a band, and I'm totally gonna space on the name right now. That's fine. Because, uh, but yeah, there's like there's several Cornells. Because you don't come here for facts. No, <laughs> a lot of Cornells out here. Uh, his mom, very famously uh, a very popular psychic in town, would show up at like Dukes in uh, <laughs> Lake Union, oh, yeah, and, like, yeah. and, and start like reading your cards, like 
reading, giving, telling your fortune. She yeah. would come on the radio. Like she was a celebrity in her own right. She was yeah. like Seattle's little celebrity psyche. She was Miss Cleo of the Pizza Sound. Yeah. So there's it's that. So funny. Oh, Sycophant was the name of the other the other right. Cornell band. Sycophant was a little free piece. Yeah. I saw them at the show box one time. It's, 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 Seattle is getting real. I got Matt Pinfield. I saw them I at know the you show did. box. You totally time. did. It's it's perfect. Just, it was their first show. Uh, Coming into Seattle and seeing the one degree of separation. <laughs> this place is steeped in one degree of separation. It's a small town. That it's a small with town. A big, it's a big city, but it's a small big, town. Big fucking footprint. Cool skyline. Man. Small town. Yeah. Yeah, it was, it, it was, that was really something. It, it feels special because well, that's what terraforming would look like if you got to like an alien planet, and you just plopped a metropolis in between the mountains yeah. and the sea. Yeah, 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 yeah. And and then like a good twenty percent of them were super talented artists in some <laughs> route. You know, um, it's a long winter. You got to up. There is there is a lot of um, one degree, two degrees of separation from. I know this musician, I know their cousin, I know their sister, I'm friends with their brother, uh, you know, all that yeah. shit. And where, where you're like, we were, I know we were sad when Chris Cornell passed away. And I know a lot of people were sad when Chris Cornell passed away. And I also know a, a significant amount of people who were really fucking affected by their friends passing or their bandmates passing or whatever. Mm-hmm. It's it's Seattle it's still it still it still has that tight knit. Yeah. And with the music that comes out around here, um, you it, it helps you tie into it a little bit. You know, you it's not yours. You didn't make it. And <laughs> I, you know, for me, I heard about these people on the other side of the country. And then you come out here and you're like, oh, that's for real. Oh, they're, they're right here. They're walking these streets. <laughs> there he is. You're telling stories about going into the studio and, and also seeing Chris and a number of other folks walking down. And, and you, you know what's fucking awesome is, obviously I know it's not bullshit from your side, but just in the short time that I've been out here, been able to taste a little bit of that too. Soundgarden is a really unique band because they're taking these crazy influences just intelligently smashing them together and coming out with some new expression. I think a band like this, I mean, probably from their first practice, they realize, oh, shit. <laughs> it's like Keanu Reeves again when he realized. No way. Like, I know Kung Fu. <laughs> you guys <laughs> right. jam together and it's like, oh, fuck, we know Kung Fu. Right. Like, we just did that oh, shit. shit. That just happened. That yeah. And that's special. And you fucking, you you squeeze it and you squeeze it and you and you ride that. Yes. And this is this is their first album that started charting too. Mm-hmm. And it did all right like in UK. On the top two hundred? Yeah. Bad. Yeah, no, they're showing you know up. better? I don't think so. No. 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 This song is called Big Dumb Sex. And I love this song. Yeah. Because it's kind of uh this is nineteen eighty nine. Like uh glam metal is still a fucking thing. Not as it only just still a fucking thing. It is not still a fucking thing. It is a strong, fucking it's strong. Yeah, thing. Yeah. yeah. Um, and this, they're kind of they've shown their humor so far already on this album. Yeah. Close out the first half with song about fucking your buddy's mom. 
like way ahead of the curve. Like they didn't know all this mommy porn was. And like mm-hmm. I can't even no, I can't no, throw no, a rock and not twenty years ahead. Hit somebody trying to fuck their mom on the internet. I don't know their stepmom, it's, whatever. It's, you could call it what you want. It's, 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 you see you, I know what going. you're doing. Yeah, I get you. Soundgarden had it on lock in 1989. Yeah, they were the four, the tip of the milf spear, sphere, or spear. Sphere, <laughs> yeah. There's no tip of the sphere, but the tip of the spear. Yeah, this is what happens when podcasts go over two hours. Yeah, words get slurred. Big dumb sex. I think you don't need the lyric sheet to figure this one out. Um, can I also say that Guns N' Roses covered this song? Good on them. They they, did they know on the Spaghetti Incident, you know their covers album. Yeah, it's a split cover too. So like the first half oh. is Buick McCain by T Rex. Yeah, which has a bass line that could that can morph into this song. Yeah, so it starts with Buick McCain and then it ends on the chorus of this song. Yeah, yeah that low, that it. doubled low is awesome. That's something that Ben picks up real good in the in the later incarnations. He's able to do it. Is that Chris? I mean, I don't even know. Is that Chris? Is that Matt? Is it Kim? Is it who is that? It could be. Like I said, Chris got the different voices. Like actually, it doesn't sound like Chris. It doesn't. Nah. But how do you know? I don't know. (laughs) I don't know. Knows. <laughs> Santa knows. Yeah. What you've been pushing? Sticker boy. Yep. So this is one of the early albums that gets the parental advisory sticker. Yeah. Yeah. They were still kind of rare back then. You know, some on rap albums. Yeah, we're talking '89. We're talking um, Walker Bush is Two Life Crew was only the year before with Nasty as They Want to Be. Right. This is kind of on the early side of uh, parental or explicit lyrics. Yeah, yeah. Sticker. The whole thing. Tipper Gore. Yeah. T- yeah what did you call her on the last one? I don't remember. Tippy or something Tippy. like that. We, we, uh, we got loose remember. with the we got loose with the terminology she, for Tipper Gore little, on the last she one. She got a little she was feeling herself too much. Yeah, yeah, days. a little bit too much. Uh, hey, you 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 know what makes your life good? You don't know what makes my life good. Yeah. Jimi Hendrix said this way long ago, man. You can't dress like me. Yeah. yeah fucking Trying to tell me how to live. Was that wasn't yeah. one of his pro- quotes? Somewhere. And he's not saying fuck you businessman. He's, he's, he's like, saying no, rock he, on, he's well, like, walk on. Yeah. Just fucking you wish, pal. Do your thing. You wish. I'm doing my thing. Hey, Elvis said it to Nixon. When Elvis nah, you showed got up, your show to run, I got I mine. got mine. <laughs> If, if we can all at least call it a show, we can have this commonality of like, yeah, you're, you're putting this up, I'm putting this up. We're all, all right. running Let's talk show. about substance after that. Oh, Kim. 
Shapiro holding it down back there. Solid show. He was definitely not a weak link. No. For whatever reasons, he he decides to leave the band, and the band's obviously fucking moving up at this Soundgarden's point. He's never had a weak link. They, no. And they, they didn't end this album. They didn't end their recording sessions, from what I gather, and be like, I don't know if that's going to be good. Maybe we should try it again. <laughs> I think they were like, yeah, killed it. Nailed it. Let's go tour for a while. Everyone's getting it on this record. Kevin's mom, you, he's going to fuck you. How fuck is Kevin's that not mom. a Tom Morello riff right there? That's Cochise, dude. That's Cochise by Audio Slave. Yeah. I mean, that's, you know, fair play. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Come on. Listen, can I play the last song on this album? <laughs> Let's get the fuck out of here. <laughs> this is a bit of a reprise. It's just called Full On. You're leaving Kevin's mom out of it. Keep Kevin's mom's name out your mouth, motherfucker. This is the grungiest fucking thing right here. This could be like, uh, let me take you to a place in a little town. You're gonna win too, fat boy With my big black boots and my old gold chain It's a little uncharacteristic. It's a little bit too sum up for their song structure. I think that's why it's like the closure, like they're reprising the full on. I think there's a bit of tongue in cheek. Yeah, sorry what we did to you. Yeah. Sonically. Sorry, Kevin's mom. Kevin's mom! <laughs> Fucking Kevin's mom was so good in bed, she got one and a half songs. You I know, mean, everybody wanted to fuck Kevin's mom. 1989 must have been a good year for Kevin's mom. I gotta meet this lady. I'm looking for her on Tinder. Are you Kevin's mom? <laughs> that's what I'm gonna. That's gonna be my fucking handle. Are you Kevin's mom? I gotta full meet on. Kevin's mom. <laughs> what is she? She's like sixty. Yeah, know. full on. Fuck you Kevin's yeah. mom? Full on. She's yeah, sixty on. something right now. She's probably yeah, that's all right. Banging, dude. She's yeah. banging. Helen Mirren's in her sixties too. Oh what? my god, doing Pilates. You're not gonna. Sophia oh, Loren's like seventy something. You're not gonna. Not gonna? You're not gonna? Three weeks dead and I'd still make out with her. That's how you Her neck, not her lips. (laughs) I I, I do neck, I dig neck nuzzles. (laughs) Shut up. (laughs) Necro neck nuzzle. Necro Necro nuzzle. That's year, that's little, that's Chris Feifel, a.k.a. the necro nuzzler in the house. His album's falling apart all of a sudden. It's shit was falling apart. And it is a great second album. If you... I mean, first album's cool. Okay, find a bad Soundgarden album, right? Yeah. Nah. Yeah. Um, yeah, this definitely... Definitely falls into the category of great second album by a great band. They'll go on to have three, four 
some more albums. At least three. Yeah. Well, uh, they're going to they, they did the they did the Chili Peppers. Chili Peppers did them after their <laughs> after their second third album. That's when they started getting the momentum. The fourth album, fifth album is when they went through the roof. Here's their second album. I didn't know about them till an, an album after this, and I, I still couldn't handle it. Right. Let alone anything that's coming off of this right now. <laughs> I'm just not mature enough at that point. Yeah. You know, but who is? Who? who, who, who you know, some people were. There's there's <laughs> there's people in college who were wearing Soundgarden hat. Uh, friend Rob, and it was yeah, like great logo with the the little circular deal. You it's know, just you tight. Know. Yeah. Their whole fucking everything, everything was tight. Still is. Yeah. Well, shit. I mean, this is, we talked a lot on this episode, Chris. Yeah, well, I imagine we're going to fucking shoot the shit on the next episode. Probably. On the next episode. Smoke weed every day. Did you step on the post on that yeah, one, yeah. too? <laughs> <laughs>